And here they come. Louth, O'Brien, O'Neill, Conlon, White, Coleman, Bean, Riley, Cunningham, O'Donnell, Lynch, McDonnell, Rose, Smith, Blood, and me and... Breaks inside to Stephen White. The one man that can do it, and he's done it! A goal for Louth. Paulo Hanlon, a vital touch. Now he's Stephen White to his right. This must be it! It is! I don't believe it! Kildare must be out of the Leicester Championship. At midfield, wearing number eight, the first all-star ever from Louth, would you welcome Paddy Keenan. Arguably the most popular of tonight's winners, Paddy has led from the front for Louth since his championship introduction in 2003. Here's a chance for Rooney! What a goal by J.P. Rooney! And then it happened. Bean sends in from the sideline and Sean Cunningham finishes it at the net. Loud are in front. And here it is. Loud are All-Ireland champions for the third time. Hello, welcome to a very special Allowed to Train podcast. I caught up with Shane Lennon and he gave me the whole rundown on the viral sensation that's taken over the country online and all social media channels from the one and only Loud GAA, which is brilliant to see. Um, before I get into Shane, um, bizarre week, um, really weird. Uh, I know you're all probably feeling that missing football and missing Loud and missing the hurling and, and all sorts as well. So we're trying to keep it going. And to be to be fair, there's been massive activity on Loud and Proud Instagram page, Instagram.com forward slash Loud Proud. And we've had favourite player first up during the week, and you heard from Stano to Christy to Amelia to Paddy Keenan to Colin Kelly, Stephen White. There's loads of players up there. Daisy Mulligan even gets a mention as well. So there's loads of activity happening there to keep going. And then later on in the week, we had Netflix Loud. What game or club match would you watch again or have a series on? And um, you can still send in your replies. I have them highlighted on the top of the Instagram page. But you had uh, overall two games that stood out in modern re- recent memory was um, the 06 game in Navity in Tyrone and the 2010 Leinster quarterfinal against Kildare and Navin as well. Those two games came up Trump so much so that I'm actually going to do... Um, a retrospective retro uh, talking points podcast on it uh, for the next couple of weeks. So we'll, we'll keep we'll keep each other going on uh, on Loud and Proud. We're going to do a very special podcast during the week with Farside. You probably know from the uh, very humorous Twitter account Farside, I should say, actually put on my best draw accent. So me and him are going to go through a very special uh, game in Loud, probably a very special moment in Loud history in the 90s and uh, we're going to go through that together and it should be a bit of a laugh and uh, the Matical podcast is still to come as well and uh, get that one tidied up and what else maybe we'll catch up with K-Flood the AFL ladies season has um, been postponed as well she's made the preliminary finals so well done to Kate she's ripping it up out down there with two goals on their onslaught for Fremantle Dockers they went to the Premier League finals before it's been called off so we might catch up with Kate and see how she's getting on and how she got on but um, yeah that's it we'll, we'll, we'll get it to a net right next up next up we have Shane Lennon 
the games manager for Loud Coaching and Games. Shane, thanks very much for coming on the Loud and Proud podcast. I suppose you could probably start with the Loud to Train. Where did it come? The the hashtag that is taken social media by storm. It's it, it's a really good idea. How did it come about? Well, it probably just started as, as a lot of things do in WhatsApp group. Uh, we were kind of sending ideas off each other what we can get out there to the to the clubs and to the players. And it started off that we thought we might get a county player to do a video or something. And then we said, well, we put a hashtag on and get people to send us in clips. And I suppose it just spiraled from there. I think it was actually between Carol O'Connor and Sean Hand that came up with um, hashtag allowed to train. Um, so... Obviously, it helps the county name, kind of suits it and all. So, um, kind of just spiral from there. And then it kind of it gathered a wee bit of momentum. And then, obviously, we tied in with the hurlers as well. We got a, myself, I was on to Jared Smith, um, Junior, who'd be the, the county hurler. And he kind of touched base at me on maybe getting a couple of hurling videos up as well. So, it's kind of spiral from there. And we're kind of working a day, a day ahead of ourselves with the videos. So, we kind of... With somebody kind of new, obviously it's going to be <laughs> depending on how long we're tied up for it, it may be difficult. But, um, and just the second part of it would kind of be where we felt the clubs were putting up stuff of their own, and we said, why not us help them and put, put our expertise on doing up Canva posters and stuff like that and putting the club crests on it? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I, suppose, I suppose that's where like clubs have engaged really with that because they, it's only a matter of us sending them. Uh, PDF of something and they're able to use it in their on their social media and it's challenging their players as well which is which is which is, ideally that's in these strange strange times like that's all we can really do to touch base with players so you're are you getting where the clubs on to you with they, they like like what what's like what's your situation well, actually? You, because, because the school is stopped sorry because the school is kind of stopped you can't get out of the schools this is where this is kind of brought from stems from yeah, like like the main parts of our job would be like to to be helping the t- coaching officers in the clubs and also obviously primary schools. But we felt as though I'm sure you've I'm sure people on social media have seen the Taurus model that Leinster has been uh, rolling out, and that's where we go out and help the coaches in the clubs and on where to play our pathway and how to coach, and then we kind of observe the coaches coaching as well. And um, but just the way things have gone, obviously, um, we're restricted to. To nearly working from home with our being closed. So we just come up with this and we're bouncing ideas off each other on the WhatsApp. And the lads have been excellent. Um, and I have to hand it to them. I'm not sure if anyone has ever seen the Canva app, um, but it's excellent. And the boys are really co- very competitive with who can produce the best one. I think probably your own club, Maddock Ranger, Sean, hand has probably developed probably the best one so far for yourselves. Right. Um, but l- like that, it's like. We're going to hopefully, after a week or so, these challenges are going to dry up maybe in the club. So we're going to give more information every week or 10 days to every club. But they're not just working off the same model every week. So that we'll rotate then and have a different poster for Maddox next week. Maybe a skills challenge. Maybe one of your county players or whatever in the clubs doing a wee video for the club players. um, I'm not sure if you've seen Ryan Burns has one up today for Hunterstown. So that's kind of what you want. We wanted the spiral into people looking up to their, to their idols because I find I know we have a couple a good few meetings with Fetzer recently and we want to get the like back in back in the good old days uh, like everyone looked up to looked up to the, to the county players and there seems to be a divide at the minute 
um, between players, and we need to get the players back out in the social social uh, on the social scene. And these videos are definitely helping. Like I know I niece and nephews there, and they're asking about Sam Mulroy, they're asking about Craig Lynch, and they're tagging them in videos on social media and stuff like that. And that's what we need. We need our, the young players in Loud looking up to these county players and, and really getting behind the whole thing. And I think, obviously, it's strange times now, but with the new stadium, it'll definitely be a massive opportunity to, to showcase our, our players that we have in the county because like going up through development squad level, we were as good as any other county. So we just have to get... There's obviously a gap there and we have to... That's our job as um, full-time staff to try bridge that gap and try get as many of these development squad players through into our senior setup, obviously. Like you could probably, you're definitely, you're definitely hitting a point there in terms of like, like there's a disconnect and it was kind of, the loud senior footballers were going off and they were playing away and there was no kind of bounce back to the underage teams. Like kids are yeah. now, maybe, maybe it's no fault of our own, but they want to be the Dublins of this world and the Kerrys of this world. Maybe it's gone that bit elite. Without realizing that to have the likes of Ryan Bournes on their own doorstep, yeah, like, like probably social media probably has been a big factor. That a lot of kids sit at home and they're not out going to games every evening like that we would have done when we were younger. Like so, it's probably different now that they're probably not getting the 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 county kind of teams probably not getting enough exposure because people aren't going to games as much lately. But I think if if, if the kids are seeing these things out on social media, they're gonna when hopefully when the thing opens up again that. All these players are going to go want to see like that Bournsey, Mulroy, uh, Sam Mulroy, Crouchy, um, uh, Liam Jackson there, young lad done one for me yesterday and there's another one coming today, hopefully. Um, but to, to see the, all these players um, on, on the social line are kind of out there and that's what we want really because I remember like like if you go into a school, say for example in Dundalk or Drogheda now, like, I'd say they'd struggle to blame a couple of county players. And it's no fault of the county team. It's just the way that things have changed. Yes, and yeah. the, maybe the parents' mentality and stuff like that. So it's, we have to reconnect. Um, obviously, I was sitting in the meetings in Dundalk and Drada with Fitzer and that committee. And, like, it's it's only small. It's like, small ideas will definitely help them things. And, like, I think this is a way maybe just to boost the whole thing, maybe. That people want, want to see all these county players now playing, not just doing their skills on social media. They're going to say to their parents that they want to go and watch these games, etc. Like, and even like the feedback we've got from the half-time go games where we had the last day in Dedal's Hill, I know the result didn't go too well against Leitrim, but we had over 70 or 80 kids playing at half-time, like, and a lot of them probably might have been the first time at a county game. And like, Hopefully we can create more days like that in this new county ground as well. So, um, you know, so that's kind of the thing that Go ahead. You know the kids probably more than, like I say, a lot of people would. Your first-hand knowledge of them, and and when you see it, when you mention that, there, I know from nephews and that they're all big into soccer, but it's not necessarily like watching a full game. It's going on YouTube and seeing the lads doing the tricks and the freestylers and different bits like that. So this is definitely like we've definitely stumbled upon something brilliant, haven't we? Yeah, we definitely have. Like and and like obviously the lads probably when when they're in their schools and when they're in their clubs and when they're in the post-primary schools, it's it's probably difficult to sit down and on your iPad or on your laptop or whatever and, and say, right, I'm going to design something for, say, Kilkerley Emmett, so I'm going to design, design. And this is kind of giving them the opportunity to engage more with the coaching officers and giving them fresh material and video clips and 
different stuff like that. And you, you're trying to engage with the play. Like the more videos we can get back from parents of the, I know, um, getting parents send send videos of the of their kids doing all these skills. And you see, I, I follow a lot of the, of the clubs and that on Facebook and Twitter, and there definitely is the, a lot of clubs in serious work and taking advantage of this of these strange times we're in. Um, so that's what we kind of like. We don't know how long it's going to last, but. I can. I, I'll stand over here. The coaching the games will be doing as much as I can over the next couple of weeks or months or whatever it can be to try enhance and try help the clubs um, develop their players, even even when they don't have hands-on approach of coaching, but they're able to give them material here and there. And like in terms of what you're looking for, you mentioned development. Like what 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 does these videos do for them? Like is it skill? Like, like what 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 are you looking for as a coach? Well, like, there's different ones in, like, some of them are just, um, obviously the videos are probably just once-off um, skill challenges and kind of wee fun videos to, for them to try, like, Craig was kicking a, kicking a ball off the ground trying to get into a wheelie bin, and it's probably the most, like, the most watched video, video um, that allowed to put up in a long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, like, and just different stuff like that. I know, like, there's different one. Uh, Liam Jackson done one yesterday, kicking the ball right foot, left foot. But you're just walking on the handling, the ball coming back off the wall, uh, right foot kicking, left foot kicking. Um, so you have loads of different hand-eye coordination, foot-eye coordination. Um, and then you've obviously the actual basic skills of you see the, some of the high-catching ones that they're doing. Um, so there's loads of different ones. And then there's act, the actual sessions are probably different than, what we, than the hashtag uh, allowed to train. They're actually physical sessions that kids can do on home on their own with a set of goalposts or even with their brother or sister and just challenging each other. I know Carol O'Connor designed one for, obviously, Carol the Clansman, and he, he designed it for, like, say, a, a, a lamppost in town, in just Northern maybe area, with yeah. a friend, just kicking the ball over and back and they're trying to hit the lampposts from a certain distance. Um, and there's so many points if you hit the pole and if it, well, it bounces and different things like that. And, like, like these are the things that we need to. That's all. Like there's a lot of a lot of stuff we can do, and there's a lot of stuff that we can't do, and we just have to try to bridge that gap. And um, like Kieran Sloan put up a fitness challenge for the youth players as well, so that they're not just working on skills. And uh, that um, Kieran Sloan, a performance GDA, put up like a youth challenge and a video of what he wants them to do and to time themselves and to post the times to see how they're getting on. So it's different ideas like that, and we're going to try to use as much expertise that we have um, and the team of us um, and feed it back then to the clubs. So so how hard are these videos to do? Like, I know you might have to clean out a green bin, but it's just, it's fairly simple, isn't it? Yeah, it's, like a lot, a lot of them are nearly a wall and a ball. Like, um, I'm not sure if you've seen Liam Jackson or Samuel Rice. Both of them yeah. were just a ball and a wall. Uh, Craig Lynch was a wheelie bin and a ball, or he a couple of balls, I think. Um, so, like, so very basic to do, and there's everyone can obviously you have to be careful going out onto the street or whatever, but um, with traffic or whatever. But they're all in the safe environment of your own home, and um, nobody's hopefully nobody broke break windows or anything like that. And um, but like like that, they're so basic to do. All the kids need is a football, and I'm sure um, if if a club, if there's a kids or whatever that don't have a football, I'm sure there are clubs or we'll sort them out with getting the football for in, in these in these times. We've seen Decky born with a tennis ball as well. Yeah, Decky born with a tennis ball and a flat football, him and Casey, I think, found in the ditch. <laughs> <laughs> no pumps out in Loud Village. And come here, yeah. Shane, is this something you did? Is this where you honed all the accuracy for all these scores down the years? Uh, 
Well, I, I definitely would have kicked the ball against the net. So Gabe landed the house. Um, and there was a boy that was with me one day and did put the ball through the window, straight through the window, but uh, I won't name his name. But um, like this is like just kicking the ball. Like It's so easy. Like If, if you have a gay blend of the house, you can imagine a set of goalposts and, and challenge yourself from different distances, walking right and left foot. Like, it's basic stuff. And when the ball comes back, catching the ball, like, catching the ball, walking on your first touch. Like It's basic stuff like that. But kids aren't going out, aren't going out themselves now and, and walking on these after school. They're coming home doing the homework and probably sitting maybe on an iPad or whatever, watching videos or whatever, yeah. as you said, watching them. But if they can see challenges that GA players can do, um, like I'm sure you've seen Kian Kilkenny has a challenge up. And Mikey like, Quinn has a few as well. Yeah, yeah, Mickey Quinn has a couple of videos up. So it's kind of spiraled. Um, but I think our hashtag is probably getting a good bit of traction. We were probably one of the first counties where, to get yeah, it out yeah, there. Which is brilliant, headed across. So... So um, I know Leinster were talking to me and are happy with it, and they're going to help us promote as much as much as we can um, on their end as well. So uh, it's good to see that as well. And there's there's other people out there like like Colin Nally's videos up there on on social media of different skills challenges. There's loads of coaches around there that have, that have loads of stuff. Like kids don't just have to do the one or two. Parents can get the videos up for the kids and challenge them all the time. And it's kind of a thing people don't like. Kids don't realize either. Um, like the, the the only way to make it to the top is this solitary practice on your own, getting more reps in, getting the touches in. You know, because you kind of you don't get that time when you get older. Yeah, exactly. Like, and just even even speaking on that there, like I like I'm hoping to get a video from Paddy from Paddy Keenan from Melbourne. Um, he said he was struggling to get O'Neill's ball. All he had was an Aussie rules ball, but he's going to hopefully do a video, a skills video for us. And that's perf- probably a perfect example of, like, no matter when you ever met Paddy Keenan, um, out or about, even if it was kicking around before training, he'd have an American football or he'd have a rugby ball or something in the boot of his car. Just walking like these, it doesn't have to be with, even with a Gaelic ball. Challenge yourself for hand-eye coordination with a tennis ball, yeah. like Casey had, yeah. um, or with Decky. And then, challenge it with all different sizes of balls that you're you're working on your skills from as much time as you can not sitting in front of an ipad because i'm sure you saw like everyone has seen the study denial mine had done about kids not being able to bend to catch a bounce a ball properly and not be able to catch a ball yeah. which is worrying and in these times like this break that we have from going to your football field let's say every saturday morning for an hour this is an opportunity to get several hours work done yeah. during the week instead of just one hour during the week and I think parents might actually go out and help the kids it, it, and really like challenge their, their kids as much as much as they can and like like you say you, you, you'll hopefully like there's a massive this is a massive opportunity out of these eerie times as you keep saying you know like you never know when, it, when you come back so when it does finally cool down and end, you come back. You could. I'd love to get you on again, and you might even see Jesus' the skill levels have gone through the roof in loads. Yeah, like that. That's hopefully that. Like ideally, that's that's what we want to see. Like, um, like obviously we do. We run a skills challenge every year, and it's probably, it's probably, it's it's ran every year, but it's probably not taken serious enough by the club coaches. No, you're right. Because I think yeah, that's yeah. because like. Ideally, I think some weeks the coaches should actually, instead of doing a coaching session, should actually go down and run the skills challenge maybe three times throughout the year just to highlight the kids. So I know, look, I've been up at Kilkelly there and you see kids to do the skills challenge and they know, kids know what, to, what they're weak on. 
So if if you know instead of a coach telling them you have to go work on your left foot to kick the ball, if they can see that they've only got one score out of six to left foot, naturally they they need to know. And it's easy it's probably it's personal coaching, but the kids will know themselves like I have to go home and practice that. I'm gonna be yeah. tested again in six weeks' time. Um so I think that's something that even like it'll be probably my first year open skills challenge in loud. So I'm gonna make a big push on on that when when it does open up uh, again that we're gonna have a put serious effort into the co- into the skills challenge in clubs and then obviously as a as a county as a whole. Yeah, and even even uh, senior players can do it as well. Like there's no like I know myself to get out to get the head kind of right because you're in this confinement and you can't get out. Yeah. Not, nothing better than going out even as an adult and banging the ball off the wall. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, I found myself doing it here at the house the other day, and like the wee kids just thought it was great, just watching the ball just banging off the wall and just kicking and catching and different stuff like 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 I know myself. I was talking to Derek Curley during the week, and like that, um, we were then to play them the first game of the league in a couple of weeks, and <laughs> I don't think we'll have much league football this year. But uh, Derek was saying just even to get out the house and get a kick around with a football, and like it has to be done, like or else like. You you will lose your skills. Like probably a lot of teams in the county are probably coming nicely to a fitness level, kind of towards the start of March. And like, it's okay. Yeah, you can keep your fitness up, but that keep the skill level up. You're gonna have to keep practicing your skills as well as that. Yeah, exactly. So maybe get the senior players down for that skills challenge challenge as well. <laughs> yeah, challenge all the club players uh, in the county. Just that, <laughs> I might win that one. No, I don't think so. <laughs> Be Craig Lynch anyway into the bins <laughs> you've seen his attempts at kicking into the bin <laughs> will I get will I, can I get people to send the suggestions in to me or to you and I'll pass them on because yeah, yeah. Just, it's, just, it's just brilliant to get everything going Shane thanks very much for your time thanks very much no problem Dan I'll talk to you again so that's it that was Shane uh, brilliant talk Shane really honest gets into his class uh, to be honest uh, for, for the love of God, can someone get Paddy Keenan an O'Neill's football in Melbourne, please? Um, but, uh, yeah, so that that's it, really. There's plenty there to keep each other. We'll keep each other going throughout this uh, very strange times. And like I said at the start of the podcast, plenty of pod, plenty of podcasts on the way. There'll be loads on Netflix, during, or not Netflix, on uh, Instagram during the week. And we'll get through this. Stay safe. Contact me on loud and proud facebook twitter soundcloud and instagram as well so uh, mind yourselves stay inside wash your hands and keep that so keep that distance as well thanks very much for listening and i'll chat to you all soon
shaking while she'd got Man, when I tell you she was cool, she was red hot I mean she was steaming And that time over at Johnny's place Well, this chick got up and she slapped Johnny's face Man, we just fell about the place If that chick don't want to know, forget her She was cool, she was red hot I mean she was steaming And that time over at Johnny's place Well, this chick got up and she slapped Johnny's face Man, we just fell about the place If that chick don't wanna know, forget her 